Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Thursday, June 29th. 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 10th of Tammuz 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Tonight is Laila Lavan in Tel Aviv. That's how you would say all-nighter if you were going to translate it into English, except it translates to white night if you're going to do an exact translation. But the idea is all-nighter. People are going to be partying in this city until dawn. I'll give some more details about this unusual night at the end of the show. Also, keep an ear out for a special release episode of the Israel Daily News with the audio from my Monday night talk where I spoke about my six-month research for Showtime's Ghosts of Beirut docudrama series. The talk was live, but I recorded it, and we'll have the audio for you about my experience interviewing prime ministers and Mossad agents. I also shared my takeaways from each of the compelling stories that I accumulated along the way. The series follows Imad Mournia, who was a top Hezbollah officer who was taken out in a joint CIA-Mossad operation I got to know his story pretty well during my time on the job. The writers of the show also created the hit series Fauda, if you've ever heard of it. So keep an eye out for that tomorrow on Friday. Now, let's get to the news. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is abandoning the most controversial part of his judicial reform overhaul plan. The part that would have allowed the national legislature to overturn Supreme Court rulings. Netanyahu says he would also revise another controversial part of the plan, which was supposed to give the ruling coalition more authority when it comes to appointing judges. This is all according to a Wall Street Journal interview that Netanyahu gave out Thursday. So that's today. Both of these hot-button Supreme Court issues that hundreds of thousands of people were protesting about in the streets since December seem to be making an impact on his decision-making. Critics of the proposed changes say they are concerned about Israel's democratic health in the face of such court reforms, which aim to put more restrictions and government oversight on the judicial institution. Netanyahu told the American newspaper, quote, I'm attentive to the public pulse and to what I think will pass muster, end quote. Israeli President Isaac Herzog is scheduled to address a joint session of the United States Congress on July 19th as part of the 75th anniversary celebration of Israeli statehood. This honor has been extended to only a few Israeli presidents in the past, including Herzog's father, 
three decades ago. He too was president of Israel. During his trip, Herzog is expected to meet with U.S. President Joe Biden at the White House as a display of the quality diplomatic relation between the two nations. Despite some differences in policies like concerns over judicial reform and Israeli construction plans in the West Bank, Israel and the U.S. are still working when it comes to cooperating on security and intelligence. And you'll hear quite a bit about that in my special episode about my work on Ghosts of Beirut, the Showtime series. Israeli police arrested three people Wednesday night, so that was last night, when people began violently rioting in the cities of Beit Shemesh and Jerusalem. Beit Shemesh is about 20 miles or 33 kilometers outside of Jerusalem. The protests in Jerusalem were organized by Orthodox residents opposing the construction of the city's light rail in their neighborhoods. The demonstrations in Beit Shemesh were also driven by the Orthodox community, who say they oppose women enlisting in the army. Protesters set trash cans on fire, blocked roads, and clashed with law enforcement in both Jerusalem and Beit Shemesh. Despite the unrest, the police successfully dispersed the rioters and brought back the peace. I would like to add that while Beit Shemesh and Jerusalem have a lot of Orthodox residents, it doesn't mean that all the residents who are Orthodox took part in this mayhem, and there are plenty of other Jews throughout the religious spectrum who live and work in these communities as well as people with other political views. It's important for me to say this to listeners who don't know much about the population and either of these mixed cities, both Jerusalem and Beit Shemesh, have Orthodox, non-Orthodox, left, right, and everything in between. 19 progressive Democrats in the United States Congress sent out a letter Tuesday urging Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to prevent Israel from joining the visa waiver program. The program would allow its citizens to travel to the United States without a visa and vice versa, though currently Americans can enter Israel and they get a three-month tourist visa as they enter the airport. They don't need to prepare for this. The people of Israel really want this visa waiver program, and it can be difficult and long-winded to get an American visa for them at times. There are about 40 nations around the world that are part of the program, including Spain, Croatia, Greece, the United Kingdom, and Australia, just to name a handful. The list goes on. The Democrats, who don't want Israel to join that list, despite there has been a long-winded diplomatic effort to get this done, say it's because Israel profiles Muslims, Arabs, and particularly Palestinian Americans when they come through the airport. They claim Arab Americans, especially those who advocate for Palestinians, face discrimination and harassment when they travel to and from Israel. The letter says Muslim American representatives like Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar have been denied entry to Israel due to their backgrounds. Both of these women have a history of making anti-Israel statements and advocating against the country. And yes, it's true, they were barred entrance when they tried to take a group of people into the territories and around the state. They say all American citizens will have to be treated the same when it comes to utilizing the visa waiver program. Israeli officials have been hesitating in signing off on the bill out of concern that they won't be able to control the security of incoming passengers 
passengers who might be benefiting from the visa waiver program but have a poor intention for Israel. The National Insurance Institute, also known as the NII of Israel, is providing full financial coverage for medical marijuana or cannabis, as it is being popularly called today. The treatment uses a metered inhaler and is meant for victims of hostilities. Hostilities meaning terrorism or criminal violence. If you fit the bill, you can get your hands on some medical marijuana. The NII is partnering with an Israeli medtech company to supply the inhalers needed for the plant. This inhaler offers precise and consistent dosing of medical cannabis with no harmful effects of smoking. It provides quicker relief with fewer side effects compared to other methods of smoking as well. The inhaler allows for pain reduction without the psychoactive high associated with doses of cannabis, improving overall well-being and safety for the recipients. The NII wants to expand medical services to enhance the physical and mental well-being of victims of hostilities and their families. I want to thank all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. I also want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. I would not be able to financially or emotionally continue this show without all of your individual support. Head over to anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News so that you can send us a monthly contribution as well. I'm also calling on interested and engaged listeners to join us for the Israel Daily News Roundtable, where select listeners are joining me on a monthly basis to talk over the news. We get so much coming in, and sometimes we need to let it out. This month, I am offering an opportunity for Roundtable participants to ask questions to Yaniv Roznai. He is a professor and vice dean at Reichman University in Herzliya, Israel. I've listened to Professor Rosnai in the past. I sat in front of him for a live production. He is straight to the point, full of information. His scholarship focuses on comparative constitutional law, constitutional theory, and public international law. I'm bringing him on because one of my listeners asked me to explain how a bill becomes a law in Israel, and I wanted him to give us that explainer and also take questions about the Supreme Court overhaul that the right-wing government is trying to pass right now in Israel. I know a lot of you have questions. You can sign up for our roundtable discussion happening in early to mid-July on patreon.com backslash Shanna Folds. My name has two N's in it. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at israeldaily.news as well as Shanna Folds. Again, my name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Hyenas. Have you ever seen any outside of the Lion King? Well, Israeli researcher Ezra Haddad, who works at the Nature and Parks Authority here in Israel, is dedicating years of his life to studying them. And I think that is pretty cool. And I had to mention it in the show. I love wildlife. Haddad's research focuses on a phenomenon called 
Aloe Parenting, where he observes hyena and adult cubs and how they care for the younger cubs. Hyenas are not to be confused with jackals, which are another type of animal that are typically golden brown, wolf-like wild dogs. According to Haddad, hyenas are misunderstood and thought of as being vicious animals. But his study reveals hyenas actually are very maternal. And cubs from previous litters grow up and then become caretakers for their younger siblings, which is actually not so common in other species of animals. When it comes to striped hyenas, for which there are a few hundred in Israel's center, older sisters do everything except for nurse their younger siblings and then when the time comes for them to be mothers they are very adept and by the way they are taking care of their younger siblings even when the mother is around and that is unusual for animals striped hyenas have faced persecution in the region in general and people have been scared of them but today they are thriving in israel and haddad says they are playful and have soft clean fur He also spent time watching the families do a lot of play with older siblings taking bones or plastic bottles and running around in circles while the young ones trot behind. Another interesting fact is that the mother often gets a lot of food and meat and will hide it some 400 meters away from their home and the siblings will go back and forth taking small amounts of it to feed to the little ones throughout the day. How cute is that? And one last fact. Striped hyenas don't have a lot of patriarchal influence. Once the dad has impregnated the mom, he leaves and pretty much never comes back. The hyenas in the photos I saw were light brown with black stripes, a dark colored face, upright ears right on top of the head, and they're pretty cute. Haddad says he hopes his research will help to conserve the striped hyena population here in the Holy Land. And of course, we have a Thursday Torah thought for you today. This is our second one as we send you off into the weekend before Shabbat begins. This comes to you from Rabbi Yossi Madvig in Oswego, New York. Take it in, take a breath, relax, and get into the weekend vibe with this thought. Everything is by divine providence. When you find yourself in a certain place or a certain situation, you should know that you're there to fulfill a mission and uplift your surroundings. You can elevate that place by doing a mitzvah or doing a good deed. That's how we would say it in Hebrew for another person. Saying a blessing, reciting verses of Torah or Bible, and learning something new. I hope that that brought you some peace and some spirituality. As for tonight in Tel Aviv, it's the White Night, which in Hebrew is called Laila Lavan. White Night is the actual translation, but it means all-nighter. And here in Tel Aviv, the city celebrates the summer just for fun with an all-night experience of live music, shows, talks, and all kinds of parties and fun around the city in just about any open space or park that exists. When I came to Israel as a tourist many years ago, it was a big experience for me. 
And then during COVID, when I actually lived here, there was no white night celebrations until last year. So I believe tonight will be in full swing and I'll be out there catching some moments. I'll post some pictures on Instagram. In 2003, UNESCO named Tel Aviv the White City due to its 4,000 Bauhaus-style white buildings. And since then, the nickname has really picked up in popularity. People will be partying until dawn and wearing white for the festivities. Have fun to all of you who are going to get to participate. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 22 degrees Celsius and a high of 29 degrees. That's 74 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 84 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. And I always add in a little personal note at the top so that you can understand how I'm feeling, what I'm going through in my journalistic practices and my personal life, and what I'm working on. I'm going to send you off now with a party song to get you into the white night mood. Let's hear Daleko by Erica Kroll and Asher Suisa, a famous DJ here in Israel. Have a great and productive day and an excellent weekend. Shabbat Shalom, everyone, and happy Laila Lavan. Yeah.